What's up, Wyoming knuckleheads? This is your host, Aaron Gray, and today's episode is a Give No Ground. This is part one uh, of a new series. Uh, we're covering uh, the state of Wyoming's energy. Um, if you don't know already, we're changing things up on this new season. We do full-length interviews, which are formal episodes with either political guests, like our most recent one we just had, Representative Liz Cheney, uh, business leaders across the state of Wyoming, um, or, of course, friends of the show that come in and we pick a topic. So those are full-length full interviews. Also, we do our roundtables which are, are informal, or sorry, informal, uh, usually with a panel of friends or guests talking about either specific topics or whatever comes up. Um, and then like this, like I said, give no ground. This is uh, the time for young Wyomingites uh, to start having a voice in what happens across the state and in the issues in the country. So we're going to cover uh, energy in these first couple series of uh, give no ground and, uh, and their impact on the environment and economic impact in the state of Wyoming. Uh, we will be comparing the legacy industries, which are oil, natural gas, and coal, versus innovative technologies like carbon capture, hydrogen, and the traditional uh, green technologies, which are wind and solar. Um, I am fired up to talk about this uh, because finally the Petroleum Association of Wyoming, or PAW, and the Wyoming Energy Authority, which is WEA, uh, went on the offensive against the federal government in court um, in saying that the federal government has been irrational and unresponsible um, you know, in denying, uh, or sorry, unresponsible, unreasonable. They have been irrational and unre unreasonable on denying drilling permits across the state of Wyoming. Um, first, a spot for one of our great sponsors, Fine Sight and Sound. Fine Sight and Sound are your Rocky Mountain audio and visual experts. They can custom design, install home theaters, uh, home Wi-Fi networks, indoor and outdoor audio and visual experiences. They are one of the few, if not the only one in Wyoming, that can get outdoor speakers uh, that can handle any weather and connect to your uh, home Wi-Fi network. Uh, go to their website at at fssavpro.com and call owner Aaron Perez uh, for a free consult. All right, so like I said, today's Give No Ground, uh, we are starting our series on covering Wyoming, Wyoming's energy sectors. Um, I have experience in the oil and gas industry, which is why uh, I feel comfortable covering this stuff um, and the importance of, and talking about the importance of Wyoming's energy independence and uh, why we should be an uh, energy exporter um, and really the impact of the traditional uh, or the quote-unquote the legacy industries in Wyoming, coal, natural gas, and oil. Um, so a shout out first to uh, Petroleum Association of Wyoming, as well as the Wyoming Taxpayers Association. Uh, everyone should go follow them, uh, get on their newsletters, uh, their emails. Um, they provide great free education and information um, on all these topics that we're going to cover. Um, and they helped me with compiling all this information uh, to share with you guys today. So today's goal is to educate everyone on the revenue impact for the state of Wyoming, so tax revenue um, and economic revenue uh, that these uh, individual categories bring into the state of Wyoming. Okay, um, now realize the numbers I have are from different years, 2019 and 2020, uh, but that's at, at least it's not 2020 and 2021 uh, due to COVID that really affects a lot of different things. So uh, first up, we're going to cover uh, oil and gas uh, in the state of Wyoming um, and uh, their revenue and, and their tax structure. So uh, just some brief history real quick. The first um, oil well in Wyoming was drilled in 1884. Okay, so we've the industry's been around for 135 years. 
Um, in 2019 alone, Wyoming produced over 100 million barrels of oil. Um, and then in natural gas, we've produced over uh, 1.4 trillion cubic feet of natural gas. Okay, so we are in the top 10 in the United States uh, for natural gas and uh, oil production. So pretty dang good. Um, also, uh, oil and gas is uh, about 40% of property taxes paid in Wyoming. So that's a pretty big chunk. And then 66%, almost 70% of severance taxes are paid from minerals, so oil and gas. Okay, um, Oil and gas in 2019, again, this is 2019, a total of taxes paid to the state was $1.6 billion. Okay, remember this number. So it's important when we start putting it into perspective of the state of Wyoming's budget. The big three that uh, oil and gas pays out is property tax, which is $497 million. Okay, so almost half a billion dollars. Severance tax is also $473 million, so again, another half billion dollars. And then you've got different ones here. You've got federal royalties almost paid out is $416 million. Um, and then you've got federal land revenue, 141, state royalties is 125 million. So that's still a big chunk. Sales tax, um, is 12 million. And then you still have a conservation mill levy, which is 4.1 million. So add that all up, you get $1.6 billion. If you average that out between the citizens of Wyoming, that is about $2,800 paid out, um, in the state budget for every Wyoming citizen. So that's pretty, dang, pretty dang good. Um, from the PAW, which they do a really good job of finding the economic impact of the industries, uh, just in oil and gas alone, uh, with um, oil, the the industry that it employs is $5 billion in economic impact uh, in Wyoming. So on top of the $1.6 billion in state revenue, you're looking at a $5 billion economic impact to the state. So that's huge. And it's roughly, the industry roughly employs 2000 uh, people. That's a pretty big chunk for a small state like Wyoming. Um, and the wages alone are over $1 billion. So when you think about inflation and we have this huge unemployment right now across the country and in the state, right there, oil and gas could give 20,000 people a job and then you're getting about $1 billion in wages. Okay. Now, coal, these, these coal numbers are going to come from 2020. Um, in 2020, uh, the coal industry in the state of Wyoming employs roughly 5,000 workers. So that's still pretty good for how much coal has been taking a hit. Uh, the total revenue, uh, the state receives in tax money is 555 million, right? Pretty close. Uh, and then, um, they produced 218 million tons of coal. So man, for being 2020 and we're still attacking coal like we are uh, globally, that's still a lot of tons of coal that we're uh, producing in the state. Um, again, the the big ones that coal pays out, you've got state severance tax, $174 million. Add valerium production tax, so it's a little different than oil and gas, and then the green sectors when we get into that. But add valerium production tax, 154 as well as, you know, some other big ones here, federal mineral royalties. Uh, the state gets 48% of that, which is $127 million. Um, and, uh, you know, the feds get an additional 921. Um, oh, never mind. That's a thousand dollars. That's federal mineral bonus payments. Anyways, that's the feds anyways. Um, so, and there's other stuff on here that the WTA gets. So not as good as oil and gas, but still half a billion dollars, $500 million. Um, is a big chunk there uh, from coal. So you have 
1.6 billion from oil and natural gas, and then 500 million uh, a year from coal industry. To put these numbers in perspective, the K-12 budget alone in the state of Wyoming was, and still is, it's still going up, $300 million, give or take, um, for the state of Wyoming. The total budget for Wyoming before COVID, okay, before we had to start making all these big cuts, uh, was about $2 billion a year. So oil and gas alone almost paid for our state budget and state services. So, um, And then you have to consider the K-12 and we might do a series down the road on the K-12, um, how that's budgeted and funded in the state of Wyoming. Um, that is always increased 2% every year. Um, we have yet to get that to at least a stall. Just say, hey, we're not going to do that 2% increase. But um, that is always set up that way. So it's right now it's $300 million a year, but it's going to continue to go up. Um and like I said, we could do series on this K-12. Uh, I've had Senator Bo Beitman on, Senator Dave Kinski on, and then we've also had the director of WTA, WTA Ashley Harpstreet, on. And uh, it's still confusing on how K-12 is funded. So just to put that in perspective, right there, just oil and gas and coal can cover the whole budget in K-12, um, even if it continues to go up 2% every year. Now, we obviously got to stop that at some point because, um, you know, we'll get into that, but you can't just keep spending money, money, money on everything and think we're going to be okay, which is where we're at right now. But before we talk about wind and solar, the other green, green energy, um, another spot, we're going to give another spot to one of our amazing sponsors. Um, are you ready to travel this summer? Hopefully you are. Um, we'll see how, what airline prices and everything looks like with inflation, but save time and fly local. Sharon County Airport has daily nonstop direct flights to Denver International Airport. Don't drive right now, especially the price of gas. Don't drive those six hours to Denver. Catch a direct flight from Sheridan into the Denver International Airport. It's great service operated by SkyWest Airlines and United. Book today at united.com. Okay, taking a look at the traditional green energy industries in Wyoming. Um, again, this was provided by the WTA, who also got it from... Uh, Next Era, who is a big wind producer and uh, wind producers out of the state of Wyoming. Okay. So, first and foremost, um, solar and wind do not pay the same taxes across the state of Wyoming, obviously, uh, but they do pay a generation tax, which is $1 per megawatt, uh, uh, mega kilowatt hour. So, that's how they kind of go around that there. Um, Tax-wise, here we go. So solar in property tax paid $17 million, sales tax $5 million, and then the generation tax, like we just talked about, was $11, well, $11 million. Um, and that was a total of $33.9 million in 2019. So, but we have to consider this. This is over a nominal, you know, average here of values for over 25 years or 30 years. So, right, that generation tax, that's not going to be all the time, you know, so we have to really take that into consideration. Um, and then wind, their property tax was $10 million a year, uh, sales 4.9, and then the generation in 2019, again, was $8.8 .8 million. So um, think of that as you may. So some other interesting facts here. 86%, uh, probably more than that now, of Wyoming's electricity generation is from coal and natural gas. And then about, we'll just give them 10%, was uh, from wind energy. So not not even anything in here covering solar. Um, you know, and uh, 
now I'm okay with mixes because that helps drive down price, but uh, that's kind of just the numbers there for the last couple years. Um, this is not an attack on wind and solar. We're just running through some numbers uh, from the last couple years um, on on uh, Wyoming Energy. A couple other information that everyone can find on the uh, WTA's website, Wyoming Taxpayers Association. 41% of the state revenue that comes from property tax um, is 47% of that is mineral production alone. So that's coal, natural gas again, and even Trona, you know, something we also didn't talk about. But um, 31% uh, comes from sales tax, so that would include all of us, uh, all the ones we've talked about, wind, solar, oil and gas, coal. And then 21% of the state revenue coming from severance tax, which is paid by coal, natural gas. So when you're adding all these things up, and people always love to use this as, a, as, as an example of attacking the traditional uh, traditional energy industries, as you know, that's, you know, give or take 60, 70% of the state budget. Now, back in the 90s and 80s, that used to be a roughly 90% of that, you know, covered everything. So we've definitely weaned off of that um, in the last 20 years. But Wyomingites, we need to consider our reality here. If we continue to go, you know, allowing uh, us to give ground on these green energy policies, especially from the federal level, and we're starting to see it at the state level, we've got to make some hard decisions and there's not going to be easy solutions to start funding our government services. There goes Jasper's butt right on the screen there. Um, so we have to really consider that because the green energy technologies, we've kind of ran through the numbers. They're not going to catch up to that $1.6 billion or the $500 million that coal gives in to the state. And we just mentioned K-12 keeps getting increased every year. So how are we going to stop that spending? Um, like I said, we didn't even talk about other innovative uh, energy technologies, so like nuclear, we're hopefully getting that nuclear power plant down in Kemmer. Uh, still, that's going to take four to five years. Um, hydrogen, I've had the Wyoming Energy Authority director on, Glenn Morell. We've talked about blue and gray hydrogen. We also had uh, Governor Mark Gordon. He talked about that as well. Um, and then carbon capture, which is going very big up in Campbell County, um, and that could be very effective for coal um, as as we hopefully find new technologies uh, with coal development. Um, all of those which have already been proven to be more cost effective than wind and solar because they're already they're already using existing systems and they're cheaper. Um, and then like I said we've mentioned Trona mining um, that also goes into mining in production tax um, as well as we haven't even talked about Wyoming has a great uranium uh, fields out here which also can be mined and then that also goes into nuclear. So a lot of great information there. Just to leave you with some thoughts on this, there is no such thing as a free lunch. So I've already talked about, you know, the state budget is roughly about $2 billion a year. Oil and gas and coal can cover that if we have good years. You know, that was 2019 and 2020. We cannot give ground on these things, on these green energy policies. We have to have a mix, and we have to keep pushing for oil and gas and coal. And I think the innovative energy sectors like nuclear, hydrogen, carbon capture – use all of those together. Um, and I said, like I said, well, I'm not trying to attack wind and solar. Those have their place. And, and, you know, especially solar, if you want to put it on your house, that's great. Wyoming is still friendly to that. Um, in wind, you know, if we can tie into the grid, that's great. Um, but there is no such thing as a free lunch. We can't, we can't keep spending the highest in the country on education and keep increasing that, keep cutting our other state government agencies, um, 
and then and then be surprised when maybe there's an income tax or there's a corporate tax or our property taxes increase right a lot of you are already upset about your property tax increase this year so we need to have these conversations talk about we need all the energy we need all the industries coming in here um, and setting up um, you know for Wyoming Thank you for listening to this first part of the energy series. Again, this is Give No Ground. Uh, we plan to take deeper looks into each individual in industry moving forward and their impact on Wyoming. So hopefully we're going to dive into oil and gas, have some oil and gas people on here. Uh, coal, you know, and we're going to talk about carbon capture and carbon technology. And then also I really would like to talk to wind and solar and see how we are progressing in that industry as well in Wyoming. Um, big shout out to, uh, lastly, big shout out to the Wyoming Energy Authority and Rocky Mountain Power. We've got big transmission lines going to the West Coast. Um, this is the time for Wyoming to become uh, the largest net exporter of energy. We have the resources. We have coal. We have natural gas. We have oil. Um, we're about to get nuclear. We need to do all the things. That way, the citizens of Wyoming are set. We can pay for our government services, and we are net exporting across the country uh, free, uh, not free, but cheap, clean energy uh, for the country and for the state of Wyoming. Thanks for listening. Please, if you like this, please like, share, and subscribe, and we'll catch everyone next time.